So some of these ladies that you've gone out with were not in it for the right reasons. That's- If I wasn't making money off the show and the show wasn't my job, I wouldn't watch it. It's crap. She's a jersey chaser. Hey guys, we are back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It is the bachelor lifestyle podcast i am as always your host brian beckner thank you very much for joining the show with me now as always kate mcmanus kate how are you hi i'm good and of course everybody's favorite jason stewart jason hello everybody going off the board tonight special guest the internet's maybe the world's (laughs) foremost bachelor expert it is a very very special moment for this bachelor podcast we are joined by the one and only steve carbone reality steve at reality steve on twitter realitysteve.com steve how are you brian i would be better if you threw in 1998 smack off champion well, but that, apparently who, you <laughs> wanted to leave that out who could who, I, Listeners, listeners to this show might know Steve Carbone better as Steve from LMU, legendary caller to the Jim Rome Show, and of course, yes, Smack Off, 1998 Smack Off champion. I was remiss in neglecting to mention that. <laughs> and we, uh, we, we might have to add. Uh, okay, so Steve, we know you know everything that happens on The Bachelor before it happens. You have sources, and I, and I always wonder this, do your sources, do they – far in advance give you the information that you're going to use on your website and do they embargo it to some extent do they go hey here's what's going to happen in a couple weeks but you can't use it until this date how exactly does it work with your inside sources well it's funny because there's so many different spoilers throughout the course of the season i mean there's there's the spoiler of hey this person's a contestant and then there's the spoiler of hey, this is who JoJo picks at the end. Like, there's so many different levels of it that um, there's some stuff that I can release right away, and there's some stuff that I kind of have to hold on to because it could lead in the direction of where it might have come from. But um, for the most part, I'm usually allowed to run with something right when I get it. Uh, But there have been a few instances where I haven't. Right, and you sort of parse it out as it works best because you're you're doing your own sort of narrative a little bit ahead of the show, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm usually – I'm spoiling it as it's filming. And, um, you know, a lot of the stuff is out there on social media. Um, There's there's a very small percentage of the audience that is tracking it every day when they are shooting this thing in – you can you can look for stuff on social media and, and find it pretty easily, but there's also some stuff that doesn't get out there on social media that someone says to me like, "Hey, I found this out," and then it's just like, oh, "Okay." And usually it's something I can post that day. Sometimes it's not. Um, one example from this season was the uh, the group date early in the season where they did the sex talk and they had to tell about their. Uh-huh. you know, sexual escapades and like the episode three, right. um, I had a, I had a picture taken from across the street of Jojo talking to all 12 guys outside of that little, um, yeah. studio. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, it helped me because it helped me identify some of the guys I hadn't publicly released yet. But the person who sent me the picture said, look, I don't use this 
um, because the person who gave it to me doesn't know I'm giving it to you. I said, all right, that's fine. But it helped me internally. So that was right. that was a perfect example. It is, how, it is funny how the, the sort of cottage industry has come up around the show where even people without actual inside knowledge, production knowledge of the show, there's so many – amateur sleuths out there on the internet inspecting people's social media accounts, their Instagrams, and coming up with little tidbits about the show that other people might not have noticed, right? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it's become, social media has changed the way this show is done. I mean, there's so many references now to social media and the fact that um, the last two Bachelorettes before JoJo, which would be Caitlin and Andy, Mm -hmm. Technically spoiled their own season on social media. That's so, right, they yeah. did. It's just that you didn't hear about that stuff five, six years ago, yeah. just because Instagram and Twitter were just not that popular back then. And now you've got everyone with a Snapchat account, and that was even these these hawks that just follow all these contestants. It's crazy. One of these guys is is bound to slip up at some point. It's pretty funny. It's crazy. Now, Steve, you and I go back a long way. I want to say. 20 years. Jason, bring the conversation back to himself. Go ahead. We could could do like an origin story here and get to like how you went from sports talk call screener to reality uh, maven. But like I encourage our listeners to like you could Google. I think the New York Times has done like an expose on this guy. So you could read all that stuff. But I will say this. And I think that the listeners are dying to know um, how much uh, fallout have you gotten? In other words, how many dates have you secured over the last decade based on your website yeah. and all these desperate women out there that either co- try to leverage you for spoilers by giving you favors or just kind of want relationships with you because you are the reality maven? That, that's an excellent question, Steve. I, I believe in the corporate world, those are called fringe benefits. How much fringe fallout shrapnel are you pulling down based on your status as reality steve well i don't want to get too much into my private life um but i will say that yeah i will say that um i have gone out with girls and i could tell within the first i don't know 20 minutes of being with them that it was more about they were interested in dating reality steve than steve carbone um definitely they weren't shy about hiding it and they would just constantly talk bachelorette and they would just ask questions that it was just like okay they're not really into the me they're into going back and telling their friends like hey this is what reality steve told me and it gets frustrating um (laughs) i I gotta say it's it sucks um have i taken advantage of some of those on occasion sure i mean who wouldn't but so some of these ladies that you've gone out with were not in it for the right reasons. That's yeah, that's what yeah, it sounds like. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they kind of did their own thing, and uh, and they could they could I could tell immediately like it was like oh god, it's it's almost like a fangirl that was go- that was going yeah. out with me, and it's just like oh great. Which right, which well, is funny because anybody that's heard you on the radio or on podcasts or read the different stuff that's been written up about you on the internet. And on in in the New York Times, you're not particularly a fan at all of the Bachelor franchise. You just happened to find a little niche for yourself and exploit it, right? Oh yeah, not at all. I mean, I don't. If if I wasn't making money off the show and the show wasn't my job, I wouldn't watch it. Of course not. It's crap. 
I mean, of course not. <laughs> there's no point. I wouldn't. I, first off, I'm a straight male. I have no. Well, I mean, you guys are watching, so I guess maybe, maybe I should say that. But I mean, you know, I just don't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would not watch this if this wasn't. If you know, if it didn't have the spoilers, and I had information that a lot of people out there want, and that's the spoilers. So, but yeah, if I didn't have the spoilers, um, no, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Uh, I'd probably just do another show or write about something else. It just so happened that the spoilers kind of fell into my lap seven years ago, and it just kind of ha- rolls since, from there. Since, since you're forced to talk about it, let me ask you this. You've you've obviously been intimately involved in all of the seasons. Um, how does this season compare? I mean, I've proclaimed on this show that it has featured perhaps the best reality show star ever, uh, the reality show villain for sure, and Chad. That's how sure. is this season in particular compared to the rest, do you think? You know what's funny is the Chad stuff is interesting because – so many people were bothered by the fact that the show spent so much time on him in the four episodes that he was on. It was just like, my God, it's everything. It's Chad, Chad, Chad. Yeah. And then when he left, I've gotten a sense of, God, this is so boring because right. Chad's gone. So mm-hmm. it's like, you can't have both. I mean, every season you're going to have a villain. It's just that Chad was probably a little more memorable than, you know, past ones like Courtney or uh, the uh, Kelsey girl from um, Chris Soule's season, yeah. the one who had the dead the dead fiance, the dead husband and Tiara. Uh, yeah. yeah Tiara uh, from Sean season like every and they going only, to be they only last so long and then they're gone well that, yeah. I, that, that that's the kind of a hard job for production is to know just exactly how long to keep that guy around or that guy or a girl it helps when your villain is like Juan Pablo who's the <laughs> the actual bachelor is the villain of the season yeah no um Funny story about Juan Pablo. This is some inside dirt for you. Apparently, what I found out about Juan Pablo after the fact was he was not, not that this should surprise anybody, but he had no idea how this show worked Mm -hmm. and had really no idea going into the finale what was supposed to happen. I was told (laughs) that going into the finale, he just thought he gives one girl a rose at the end and that's the end of it. Like, he had no idea that he's supposed to propose at the end of this thing. And How that's could he not kinda, know that? How yeah. was he not I don't think that's he watches crazy. the show yeah. and he, you know, he's got, he's in his own little world in Miami and I'm sure he was recruited to be on this show, sure. but he had no idea and so apparently the fight was, look, I'm not, I'm supposed to, wait, I'm supposed to propose and they're like, yeah, no, that's And kind of say I love and, you. Yeah. He would, he yeah. wouldn't, he wouldn't yeah. drop the L-bomb either. Yeah. And then there's that. So apparently what happened was they just compromised and said, all right, look, you don't have to propose, but you have to pick somebody right. at the end. Like, and, you know, just, and he's the only one in the last 16 seasons. He's the only, it's the only season that didn't have an engagement at the end out of the last 16, you know, so shows you how much he was so far out of the circle of bachelor world but should that surprise anybody the guy barely spoke english right well, yeah Nick, and nikki could never get over being shortchanged like that well, yeah she was she was a she little was, off she was yeah. bitter for the next year yeah and that, yeah and then they shared their and they shared all of that did you ever watch couples therapy with them yeah. that was a fascinating yes, we, yes. We yeah, was great. <laughs> <laughs> so good i mean does everyone just want to be famous watch those it's, two and you're like how are they even a couple like yeah, yeah. They, they had nothing that's in common. Turned into yeah. now. Is there anyone that goes yeah, on this nothing. show that's the Bachelor or Bachelorette that actually is on it for the quote unquote right reasons, or is it just a ploy for 
for fame like, and furthering even, a career. Even farmer, aw shucks, farmer Chris Souls was not in it for the right reasons, clearly. No. Um, I, you know, I don't think Chris Souls thought when he signed on he would get, you know, offered Dancing with the Stars. Right. But just mm-hmm. seeing what he's done post-show with Dancing with the Stars, he did a bad cooking show on some, you know, some worst celebrity chef reality show after that. Um it's you all know, a matter of think, how long people can pump their 15 minutes for right. after the exactly. show. Exactly. No, that's definitely what it's turned into. And plus the fact that these people can, I don't want to say make a career, but definitely can make some side money with the whole Instagram thing. More so the girls than the guys. But you see so many of these girls doing makeup tutorials, hair right. tutorials, yeah. pitching product yeah. on Instagram. They, but, if you have enough followers, you can make like yeah, literally – there's a good, good living in yeah, that. Yeah, I, sure. I follow – I happen to follow Becca on Instagram. Oh, I'm not afraid to geez. admit. She yeah. she is out there and she is killing it with the ad posts. Oh, sponsored, gosh. It's every single one. Yeah. Every, oh, yeah. Every single one. Am, am I the only person that, talking on this podcast right now that has met her, that has touched her flesh? And the, <laughs> I did see that picture. Yeah, I did see yes. that. How did that go for her? I forgot about that. She's um, She's stunning. And what a body on that! But but let's get back to I think still in, in still Steve, unsoiled we've, we've as far as we know. Yeah, first, yeah. It's a yeah. waste. Yeah, we've yeah. already taken up well, way too much of Steve's time. But I do I do want to get your thoughts. You talk about the people that are on the show for fame and everything else, and then what I think the other side of that is Luke from this season. I want to get your thoughts on this because like he seems like the perfect dude who is genuine, who has sincere. Uh, motivations, and I think um, we're not a spoiler show at all, but it seems like he's like the odds-on favorite to be the next Bachelor, but is he a guy, do you think, that will go Chris Souls and just uh, get overwhelmed by this kind of, uh, I don't know, need for fame and just go big time on us? Or do you think that he could actually be that Bachelor that just wants to find a chick and settle down with her and go into oblivion? What I find interesting about Luke this season is that his job is he's a musician and they never brought that out. They never went with the cheesy guitar one on one date with him. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering, he's got to know that going on this show, especially if he does become the next Bachelor, um, is going to help his country career, whether he wants to admit it or not. And I, I think that's why it's tough to say. I mean, yeah, he doesn't. It, it, but it almost seemed like when watching him this year, every line out of his mouth had to be this perfect line, and he's it so was. serious all the time with the face grabbing yeah. on the kissing. It's like it seems a bit oh, curated. Too much. Yeah, yeah, J- definitely. Hey, Steve. Jason Stewart is absolutely in love with Luke, by the way. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> Steve, don't tell us, but do you know? Don't tell us who it is if you know. But do you know who the Bachelor is going to be? The next bachelor. I, I can't say that I know because I don't think they've officially uh, made they their decision. Know, yeah, right. do we, yeah do I mean, think- I think they're going to take into consideration social media, whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, after tonight, everyone wants to see Luke or Chase. I so. feel like yes. Chase is really making a, a ploy obvious, to come back obvious and play, play like, part. be a good sport. But he, Chase is the JoJo of this season. Um, yeah. Minus the because pharmacy. because Minus of the comeback. The, well, yeah. no, because he said I love you, and then she cut him. I mean, they didn't sleep oh. together. Yeah. yeah, she gave him the she gave him the major blue ball yeah. in the uh, fantasy suite. Yeah. Oh God, That reminds me. That's awful. That reminds me, Steve. Uh, Chase actually broached something on the show t- tonight that you never hear because I think they're told not to. 
But when he came back and he said, you know, if, if things don't work out, please keep me in mind mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it, it sparked a question like, for me. And the history of this show, has a bachelor or bachelorette ever doubled back for someone they've dumped after yes. it didn't oh, yeah, work that's out? Yes, yeah, happened. Jason, well, Mel- Mes- Mel- I mean, Jason Mesnick obviously yeah. married yeah. the girl that he dumped. Yeah. Um, so well, but other than that one, has it ever happened? Yeah, um, it was. Um, if if you want to go back to Prince Lorenzo, which was Whoa. just one of the worst seasons they ever had, um, he he ended up going. He ended up dating the girl that he dumped in the end. Her name is Sadie Murray. She's actually on Extra TV a lot now. Wow. Um, but he ended up dating her after he dumped the girl that he chose. But other than that, I think it's not really. No, it doesn't happen. Supposedly, Bob Guinea. Holds the record for just cutting a swath through the contestants and just planting his flag at least Everywhere. six times during that season. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the like the underground. It's like the uh, it's like the um, what's the phrase I'm looking for? The uh, urban oh the urban legend. Yes. That, yeah, five and a half is the number. I don't oh. know where they got half. Oh, a half. Half, wow. half must mean either oral. Um, that's an oral BJ or yeah. It, or they played just a tip. That's yeah, my yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, just just a little, just a little. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe this isn't a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Steve. We really, really, really. Any, does anybody else have another pressing question for Steve Carbone? Steve, I'm good with this one, guy. One last question: Is JoJo just a really good actress, or is she really crying real tears for all these bros? Well, some of these. It looked like tonight she had. A, she actually had some tears streaming down her face yeah, for did. some of these. Yeah. Um, but in the past episodes, they definitely were a couple where she was just Laying the sobbing off. was like uncontrollable, but yet nothing was coming out of her eyeballs. Right. So <laughs> um, I think that she has perfected it. And I think that um, she kind of knows that I'm on camera. I have to pretend like I'm really, really yeah. bothered by letting this guy go. Because but- we all decided that she decided on the first night who she was going to go with. And well, I just clearly. feel like everything else has been really good acting. Jason Stewart, what do we know about Jojo? She's a Jersey chaser. She's a Jersey chaser. That's right. So he, he, she obviously immediately she liked Jordan Rogers and that he was the front runner the whole season. And then there's not there. Probably the second most impressive guy on the show is going to be Luke. Here's a guy Here's a guy who went to West Point. He's a musician. He's been in the shit in Fallujah. He led a platoon. Like, he's a serious guy. He's a Texan. He had a lot going on, but he didn't have that sports background. So she had to dig deep and find a, a former Florida State swimmer. So not only is she a jer- – <laughs> Jersey t- yeah. chaser, she's a speedo, speedo chaser, chaser because that was like the second closest thing to a jersey on the show. It's crazy. Robbie is gorgeous. Yeah. I definitely think that when you look at it, I mean, a lot of people have said like, oh my God, I can't believe she dumped Luke and kept Chase or I can't believe Luke isn't in her final two. But when you really think about it outside of the whole, they're both from the state of Texas, Luke right. is a country boy. You yeah. can tell That's Joshua's a city girl. Yeah. He doesn't Joshua's have the, a city he girl, have the right social aspirations life. for her. Yeah, I, 
JoJo can't advance her career moving to a farm in no. Burnett, Texas. No, that's what, that's what I said. Yeah. Absolutely true. Absolutely exactly. true. Okay, Steve Carbone, before we let you go, Bachelor in Paradise is coming up. Any <laughs> t- any tidbits you want to drop on what's going to be going on yeah. on Bachelor in Paradise? The, 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 by far the best show of the Bachelor franchise. <laughs> yeah, it's a total it's a total shit show again this season. Um, you've got Chad doing his Chad thing. Um, Good. You've got yes, that's great. You've got a lot of hookups, which is basically what the show centers around. The whole concept is so kind of ridiculous, but then again, so is the Bachelor. It's, it's great. Are there's no, really, there's nothing. There's no prize. There's really no reason to be there. Are they really bringing back Ashley I and Jared again? Yes, Jared. Jared is on the initial cast that starts out. Ashley I is comes in when uh, you know I think episode three or something like that. Um, I, can't, I can't get enough of Ashley I. She's great. Yeah. <laughs> But essentially, like you said, there's no plot. It's just, hey, let's just throw good-looking people on an island, give them drinks, and see yeah, who looks up. There's it's no, end, the there's dates, no end game. The dates uh, are like, hey, let's walk 500 feet this way, and we'll, this is where our date's going to so be. They don't good. go anywhere. The dates I'm are shocked. so stupid. So good. I think the, the biggest shock for me is that I've noticed that Nick agreed to do it. I didn't know that guy. That's that guy agrees to go on TV shows to hook up with women. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, can you believe that? But I will say this one little teaser that, um, you know, we have seen an engagement at the end of the first Bachelor uh-huh. in Paradise season with uh, Marcus and Lacey, who have yeah. since broken up. We had. Oh, is that true? And- what? Oh, yeah. No, they had their little. Uh, no oh, way. you haven't read this? No. Oh, Google Mark. Google Marcus Grodd breakup, and you see what he told the tabloids. Holy um, shit! Oh uh, yeah. Um, what about Jaden Tanner? Are still married, Jayden, right? Yeah, Jaden Tanner still married um, last year, but then this year we're going to get three engagements. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> Huge <Yeah>. spoilers. Deep <laughs> carbone. Yeah, there's there's three at the end of the season, and they're all totally ridiculous. Oh, so. I can't wait. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be out of the country, so I'm going to have. We're going to have to. Oh. Binge watch this after. Okay, Steve Carbone. Thanks so much, Steve. Such a treat, such an honor. So stoked to have the 1998 Smackoff champion here. (laughs) Former host of Brew and Talk. I mean, really, really (laughs) a special moment for this show, and we would love it if you would come on again sometime and grace us with your presence here. Thank you You very much. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I have listened to one of the podcast in the past, like from beginning to end. And that was your karate kid podcast oh, yeah. just because I could recite that movie word for word from yeah. start to finish. Sure. Um, if you ever do another karate kid two, karate kid three, yeah. count me in. I would <laughs> okay. do that in art. All right. Yeah. All right, cool. I love that trilogy more than that. And back to the future. I'll do any of them. Oh, okay. Nice. We, we also I, did I'm, back to the future, by the way. Yeah, oh. we already we already did all these. Yeah. You're late, and I was hoping when you I was hoping when you set that up that you said I've, I've listened to one podcast. It was a Karate Kid podcast, and I thought you were going to mention my best line from the podcast, but you you just want to be a part of it. I missed it. Wait, wait, yeah. wait which line were you talking I've, about? I've forgotten as well. I mean, there's there, there's so many of them. I thought you would choose one. <laughs> oh, all right, yes. Uh, Steve Carbone, you are welcome on the show anytime. We will definitely have you as a, as a guest as a featured guest on one yes. of our movie reviews on the oh, Baller yes. Lifestyle podcast. It, it was an honor and we will speak to you again soon. Thank you very much. Steve Carbone, at Reality yeah, Steve it. on Twitter, realitysteve.com, the world's, the internet's foremost bachelor expert. Check him out.
you once again, Steve Carbone, for joining the show at Reality so Steve cool. on Twitter. It, he is a really, really big get for this show. A lot, a lot of Bachelor shows would want to have him on. We're very lucky to have him. We're very stoked that he joined us, and we will have him again. But let's get into what happened. We didn't want to bog Steve down with what happened on tonight's show. We want to get into it ourselves and really hit the high points. Kate, what happened tonight on The Bachelorette? All right, so we pick up where we left off last week. She's about to give the rose out. She's got four guys still. Luke's just dropped the album outside. She still cuts him, but she's crying hysterically afterwards. And my question is, like, if there's three, three more guys that you like more, like, what's up with the hysterical crying? Just be like... This is upsetting. I really liked you. Sorry. Jason Stewart, you've been in this situation. You've got four <laughs> broads. You can't you have to cut one. There's still three left. How bummed are you about the one you cut right. when you know Number you there's four. three you like better in the other right. room? How I, upset I would never, can you get? I, I would never refer to them as broads, oh, first of all. And I think that this this to me is one of those plays that was strategic on her part. The more she uh, takes Luke along, the tougher it's going to be to let him go. And we're talking about Luke. Because he's to very quote Brian Beckner. Yeah. Yes. He's seen the shit in Fallujah. That's you never right. quite know what bad news will do to this guy. He's got that and thousand yard stare. That's what it is. Yeah, that stare that like he a lot of shit was coming back to him. Well, you know I, what I, would, I think? I think that there was only so much. She could only fool him and pretend for so much longer. Like it was getting harder and harder. And he was like eventually going to see through it. Right. And I, I know what you're saying, Jason. And he's, he thinks he's looking back at the things he's seen. Like he's she says something and that'll that'll key <laughs> him in on a village he burned or something yes. that happened over there. Right. Yeah, it was like uh, I, you could almost like hear the uh, the bombs going off, and you could hear his, uh, you know, the 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 men in his troop shouting his name to wake up because we have small children to kill. I kind of wish they had have used like the chopper sound effect when he was been talking good. to her, <laughs> or just like some inner inner cut some scenes from Pl- Platoon again, Luke. <laughs> I thank you for your service. You, I could never thank do what you've done. You, you are Luke. the man. All right, moving on. Next day, she wakes up in Thailand, and she's completely over Luke and ready for these overnight dates. Um, so the first, first date's with Robbie. Um, and Robbie, have I mentioned that Robbie is so gross? I think we can all agree that <laughs> everyone hates Robbie. Um, he yeah. points out that she hasn't told him she loves him yet. He's super passive-aggressive, and when they're together, he brings up how he's been really honest with her and brings mm-hmm. up, like, in Uruguay when I told you I love you and then just waits for her to say it back, which she doesn't. Well, that was something that we pointed out on this show, that he was strategically, he jumped out a little early, and since JoJo's basic, she didn't realize it, but he jumped out with a real early I love you because he wanted to set the tone and make himself a contender. Yes, and he it wanted t- to be memorable. Totally It worked. totally worked. Meanwhile, these other two guys that she likes better say that they love her, and she immediately fires them from the show. But (laughs) Robbie was the first to say it, and he's been able to hang around the entire time. And even, I mean, spoiler alert, get some sex. Continue. Um, So that night, and this made absolutely no sense, JoJo says she has some concerns because Robbie has told her he loves her. 
And she told Ben she loved him on the fantasy suite date night. And mm-hmm. so that she's saying, so now I don't know if I can trust Robbie because he's told me he loves me. What? Did, did you did you catch that, Jason? Did you Robbie's in the same position as she was with Ben. Did did you catch JoJo's poor employment of logic there where she was like, I told Ben I loved him and then he he cut me from the show. And so now Robbie's told me he loves me and I don't know if I can trust him. Made no sense. Yeah, I now that you repeat it back to me, that does not make sense. Because, but I didn't catch that the first time. The show is so the show is so deep and it really it's so is. cerebral it really that sometimes it, it sometimes you know, things, things go over just my head. Go straight over your head. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a lot happening. It's it's multi-layered. So she grills him about what his family thought when he told them that he loved her. And he pulls out some note that his dad supposedly wrote him and snuck into his jeans pocket. Which says that he could tell that he really loved JoJo and encourages him to go ahead with his plan and everything would work out. Like, all right, a what a weirdo things. of a dad. <laughs> right, right. What yeah. a huge weirdo. But, like, he, uh, he also, takes I the... I think it's a fake note that Robbie wrote. Well, yeah. he takes the... There's a couple things that, that, that are a little off about this. He takes the large, legal-sized right. yellow Great. paper. Great. Yeah, and he legal writes this paper. He writes his son a note just filled with cliches that are um, not very deep or, or sensitive, and he slips it into his son's pocket. Like, there's a chance that he he won't find it. Like, why not yes. just hand him the note or tell him personally? <laughs> great point, great what is that? Why? Why? And and then he hands JoJo the 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 yellow legal pad paper for her to keep, just to remind her that he's in love with her. There's no way she's ever going to pull that out and not throw it away. That's very strange. And then they have a pash, which I can barely watch. I hate when people give me a card or a piece of paper or something that immediately just becomes trash to me. Like, I don't want that. I know it's special to you, Robbie, but it means nothing to me. I'm just going to throw it away as soon as I leave. Also, dad advice is not like, follow your heart and be in love and make sure she's the right one. No, dad advice is one thing and one thing only. Don't get her pregnant. Also, (laughs) I left out the strategic part of the note, which mentions, like, and don't let all this stuff with your past relationship, like, you know, bother (laughs) you. And, like, Robbie wrote that note. The dad's real real caught up in what happened in Hope. I don't know. Stupid. Um, Then JoJo pulls out the fantasy suite invitation to her panties. And shocker, Robbie wants to hook up with her. Get on in there. Get on in there. And then... Really gross. Robbie all of a sudden starts switches to calling her by her full name, Joelle. Yeah, oh, very weird. Yeah, not sexy. You're supposed to come up with a pet name for someone. Well, he's like establishing that, like he's serious about her. Like he's going to call her. Like by her if full I name. if I came home one day and started calling you Catherine, that would be very weird. Well, not as weird it's, as calling me Kath. Especially since your you name do. is Fancy Sauce. Okay, continue. Um. I don't know. The way JoJo talks about Robbie, she's so simps. She says she knows she loves him, and she's ready to take that next step. We all know what that is. It, it's weird, because I think we're all in agreement. And, uh, of course, I haven't read, while he's a fantastic guest and, an, and a 
the world's foremost expert on The Bachelor. I don't read Reality Steve's site because I don't want the show spoiled for me. But I think it's been pretty clear since day one that she's going to pick Jordan. And the rest of the show is just sophistry to try to confuse us. Yeah, it's a lot of emotional manipulation, which is what the show is. Leading people The thing is, I don't think she's a great actress. But she's really, really pretending to be into Robbie very hard. Yeah. Jason Stewart, do you think so? I do, and I, I did write down a couple of things that that he has is said to her um, as as the fantasy suite unfolds, and you see the do not disturbed uh, door closing and everything else. He says, um, "I don't get to dream about. I no longer have to dream about JoJo. I, can dream with I get to dream with JoJo. That was a sick line. And and then to get to know her." Uh, get to know the woman I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And and to me, um, maybe like uh, the worst move that he could have possibly made was what he said, I think when they woke up or maybe before they, they went to sleep, he says, I want to be the guy that's late for work because I don't want to get out of bed with her. And I want to be the guy that leaves work early to get back to her. And I'm thinking, <laughs> there you go, uh Potential employers of Robbie. This is this is what you're signing up for. <laughs> so, sorry, I missed that so, meeting. Sounds boss. like a real career-oriented guy. <laughs> what? A psychopath. Hey, hey, boss, can I get out of here? Can I cut out of here a little early? JoJo's at home. You're late again, man. What's up with you, Robbie? I think we need to talk about the fact that the, these three top three guys are all basically interchangeable. Yes, I agree. Like, in a lineup, like, if you'd never seen the show, it would be hard to, like, know that they were different people. They all sort of had the same haircut. Blue shirts. Yeah, but they all wore blue shirts to the final rows. Um, So, okay, cut to the next morning, and this is one of my favorite Bachelorette tropes. JoJo's shoes are on the nightstand, which is, like, code, (laughs) code for what went down. They yeah. always do that. Yeah. They always like, zoom in on some shoes that are like on furniture. In case you weren't sure that some fucking happened in this room, take a look over here because there's shoes on the nightstand. Like, why would who would ever put? First of all, people, your shoes are very dirty. You come in the house, take those shoes off. Don't go walking around the house with your gross, dirty shoes on, and definitely don't put them on the furniture. All right, so what we have is we've got... And by the way, Kate, real fast, uh, can I bookmark something? Uh, Let me bookmark this. You talk about emotional manipulation. Yeah. Um, She says to him, uh, point blank, this is our first breakfast together. And then he's like, yeah, breakfast in bed. So just remember that as we we go along with the recap. Don't worry. I I picked up on that. Yeah. Okay, so basically we've got three, three dudes that all tell her that they love her. But she is holding out. She's, she tells us that she's not going to tell someone until the end of the show that she loves him until she knows without a shadow of a doubt. Right. So she leaves Robbie um, with her really sweet um, JBF hairdo. Yeah. Um, and next she up does, is, She does that walk of shame. Yeah. So next up is Jordan. Um, <laughs> Jordan she announces that they're going on a steep, challenging hike in the sweltering heat. Fuck no, that. no fucking Fuck thanks. that. Um, Jordan talks about how amazing their journey's been so far. He says a lot of dumb bullshit like, I love the way she challenges me when we're together and she makes me a better person. Shut up. Yeah. 
Just shut super up. Super lame. Super lame. Um, <laughs> Jordan asks Jojo um, what her family is like, and she kind of like talks about it a bit, but she leaves a part out that her brothers are psychos. Right. But I, and does that mean they're not going to be in Thailand? Because that, that would be troubling to me. Oh, I don't know. Oh, they didn't yeah. The do they, they don't go back to Texas for the hang? They do the, they no, do the they hang come, in Thailand? They come to Thailand. There's no budget for this show. JoJo's really wondering a lot out loud if Jordan is too good to be true. That's her main concern. She continues on her insecure rant with him because he's the one she likes the most, and she doesn't believe he's into her for the long haul. Because she's, you know, deep down, she's insecure. Yeah. And this um, comes after this comes after she shows her maturity level um, yet again by when they go into this sacred temple or something where you right. can't uh, fornicate or kiss, You're and she says mm-hmm. she says repeatedly, "It's going to be really hard not to kiss him." Yeah, you have, you have any idea how hard it is not to kiss him? It's like, are you in eighth grade? What you can't go thirty minutes without kissing this guy? It's a kiss for crying out loud, yeah, especially. When you're about to give him a golden ticket to bang later, like that's your, you know, you're get you're getting the keys to the castle in a few minutes. Jojo's really needy around Jordan, so she makes him try to explain to her what yeah. it is about yeah. her that he's so into, why he loves her, and he's a real man child in and his explanation. That's going to get old about two minutes after the like cameras he turn stuff, off. Like he knows that he really <laughs> loves her, and the stuff he says is so generic. I just can't even believe that that is satisfying for her. Oh yeah, anything you got the feeling that anything he said, she was just going to be like, "That's what I needed to hear." And totally. did you notice? So his glad preo- you told me that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice his preoccupation with the talk with the dad? That you know the, yes, the pre-proposal I talk. Yes. He mentioned it at least twice. Yeah. And I have a feeling I know the the inside dirt on that. He thinks that the dad's going to see right through his fake ass yeah. and totally. say, "Dude, you are some." Just homosexual like the, dude out for fame. Just like totally, her brother totally. saw yeah. right through Ben Higgins. Yes. The the right. dad didn't take kindly to Ben Higgins, and Ben Higgins was nice. She pulls out the invitation to her panties, hands it to him to read. Yeah. Um, so they go off. They spend the night together. Next morning, they emerge from their bedroom for breakfast. She sits down, <laughs> and what does she say to Jordan? We're eating our first breakfast together. Yeah, whoever second dude in a row, she said the same thing too. That's yes. kind of, that's got to be kind of hard. Like if you win this show, it's probably not a good idea to watch the season of this show because no. then you're going to see that and you're going to be like, not a good "Wait, idea. she banged Robbie the night before and used the same breakfast line." And again, she has to leave. Like she's the one leaving, which I found that I found, find that yeah. weird. I feel like the guy should leave her, and she should get to stay in the room. <laughs> I agree. I sort of agree with right? you there. Yeah, I thought. So I think that's kind of odd. Also, they get invited to the fantasy suites, and this always bugs me. There is a full kit of toiletries there, right? Because in the morning, there's a lot of kissing and making out, and I'm. I, <laughs> I want my teeth brushed, and I want my partner's teeth brushed, and I want to do just a, like a little upkeep, wash my face, like just get myself a little fixed up before I start bed makeouts over breakfast. No, am I the only one? Yeah, I think you're, you might be a little too, uh, a little too uppity for that. I'm assuming they brush teeth. Like that. I mean, okay. it depends. Yeah, I mean, if this was one of the first hookups, definitely, definitely. Um, okay, so she goes to meet Ch- Chase. He rolls up on a scooter, and she asks. This is the second time she said this. She goes, what is this? Yeah, Robbie shows up on a scooter, and she's shocked that there's such thing as a scooter. And then Chase shows up on a scooter, and she's like really – like she's just come to th- this world from another planet, and she's never seen a small motorcycle before. 
And um, it's almost like he was, it's almost like, yeah, the, the way she like uh, poses it is like he's Jason Bourne who just kicked the ass right? of some tie, right. like, yeah. threw him off of a motorcycle and drove to her. Right. Yeah. That sick moped. Yeah, he crushed somebody's eye socket with his elbow yeah. to get that. So they take a boat ride down a dirty river out onto the ocean, and Chase is the most animated he has ever been on this day. He's in a great mood. Um, so they spend the day together. They're, they're like in a smelly fish camp in some little know, conga boat, and he's like, this is just so beautiful and perfect, and there's people all around, and he's it's going like, for full-tongue makeouts. It's monsoon season in yeah. Thailand, obviously. It's at the wrong time of the year. It's blowing a gale. It's as humid as you can imagine. Um, I need to quote. I need to quote Chase. I, I tweeted it out. It yes. was such a because he's 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 not the most articulate guy, but no. he he <laughs> he did sum it up nicely when he said, "We are in a magical place with monkeys, mm-hmm. fishermen, mm-hmm. saltwater, and fish. It's just amazing, yeah. unbelievable, really, unbelievable he did, line. He did all the highlights yes. of their trip. <laughs> so Can you it, believe?" Can you believe that fishermen are there with salt water and fish? Weird, weird. Those three things. What are the coincidences? Weird that fishermen would have fish near them. And also monkeys Saltwater. are obviously very exciting to him. I don't think he's ever seen a monkey before. Yes. Um, so in between like the day portion and the night part of the date, Jojo goes back to her room. Robbie shows up to tell her he misses her. And basically that he's ready to be a husband and a father. And he uses the line, I'm ready for country clubs and coloring books. He's the biggest tool. Yeah, so creepy. Um, it was a dick move and he was creepy about it. Yeah, and he such kept, a creeper. He kept Robbie saying, is yeah, gross. He, he kept saying, I don't want to think about it. Because she's like, I'm in the middle of a date. He's like, yeah. oh, I don't want to think about it. And I'm thinking... Dude, it's Thailand. If you really want to get your your mind off of something, go in town. I hear Thailand has something or somebody for everybody. Right. If you really want to get your head out of, off of this whole thing, be don't careful. be creeping in be on, on poor Good poor Chase's yeah. thing here. Be right. Very, be very careful. My a buddy of mine has a story about that, and I'll, I'll just say this: be careful in Thailand, guys. <laughs> um. All right. So Chase and and Jojo reconvene for their dinner date. I feel Chase has stoner face a bit. He does a little he does. bit, yeah. Um, but he's really earnest. Colorado. He's yeah. very earnest, and he's not slick like the other two guys. No. And that is nope. really, that's working against him. Yep. That's not what she likes. He's a bit of a bumpkin. Okay, so they go back to, so she hands him the fantasy suite invitation, which he accepts. They go in there, and they're having a chat, and he drops the L-bomb because he is thinking, like, I really want to let this chick know how I feel before I... Before she knows how I feel. Yeah, this get, is a major. This is a major, major jerk move on the on the behalf of JoJo. It was brutal, brutal. Because it was brutal. She's. I've made me so uncomfortable. When watch. she hands you that card, she's basically saying, "You're in. Here's some pussy. You're in." And then he goes there and he's like, oh, "I'm ready to get laid." And he's like, "Hey, you know what? I'm just." Just to give, I'm going to give a little something back and just let her know, hey, this isn't just going to be a cheap thing because I have feelings for you. I love you. And she's like, ooh, Mm -hmm. give me a minute. She goes outside to think, comes back. She's basically like, how am I going to say this to him? Yeah. She comes back and she's like, hey, so when you said that, I didn't really feel the way I thought I would feel. Remember to. Well, how about this, by the way? Sorry. They. This to me kind of strikes home when I saw that, like the the 
uh, bare knuckled cruelty of the show sometimes. Like he says to her, I love you. I'm in love with you, right? Mm-hmm. Her initial reaction was to kiss him passionately. Yeah. Like it wasn't a cringe kind of I like, I don't know. It was it was I'm gonna go in for the kiss to even like reassure more, you. Right. Sure even more. And then yeah. she walks out of the room and comes back and kills him. Yeah, totally. it's very gross and manipulative. Remember 10 minutes ago when I told you you were going to get laid? Poor Chase. So she, break, she breaks up with him. He says he's shattered. He regrets telling her that he was in love with her. She's in tears. He, he gets up and walks away. She chases him. I'm kinda, but he's over it. Chase kind of goes out like a man he's here. Done, he's he like, is, uh-uh. Well, he's shell-shocked. Yeah. He, he cracks a beer and gets into that mini like, He doesn't cry like Derek who got kicked off in like week six. <laughs> or Evan. Now, yes, um, or Evan. I think Chase summed it up by saying that sucked, and then he said it was like uh, having her pull down your pants and kick you in the kick balls. In the yeah, that was great. Yeah, that, that was, was great, and that was very succinct. Like, why couldn't Chase been, sudden, been like this the whole season? Right. All of a sudden, he's very succinct about. <laughs> anyway, so the next day we've got the rose ceremony set up. Um, we've got Robbie and Jordan standing there. She comes out. She starts telling them, like, I sent Chase home. He was very angry and upset. And then Chase appears in the background, walks down the stairs, says to her, can I talk to you for a minute, takes her aside, and basically says, look, I care too much about you to, like, you know, like, leave the way that I did. And basically, you know, he's a good sport. I I kind of feel like he was trying to set himself up to be that kind of, like, you know, not a sore loser, like, I care about you, and hey, right. if things don't work out, keep me in mind. Yeah. And by the way, I think if if I'm chased tonight and I'm watching this back, what do I see? I see um, not only a replay of her, like, p- kissing him passionately after he says the one thing he's never told a woman, and then he, she dumps her, but he also sees Robbie honing in on his date yeah, totally. and, and uh, her like kissing him and being playful yeah. right in the middle of everything. And yeah, I'm thinking, I, I bet he takes back that makeup. Yeah. I bet he takes back walking back. He probably texted her while he was watching tonight and was like, Hey, on Never second mind. thought, don't worry yeah. about it. Also very spontaneous walk up where the camera has just Hand up to that to yeah. where you can walk right in, and also I feel like JoJo knew because she wasn't exactly she she seemed to feign surprise like oh my god there's Chase, <laughs> very very staged I thought. Um, so she hands out the roses to Robbie and Jordan because she says, "Well, they still have to accept my rose." Right. Um, After you accepted their eggplant. And so now, next week, we've got the big finale. Right. Um, and Met, Met yeah. Tell All tomorrow. Met, Met, oh, yeah. Met Tell All later on. I don't even know. How, how are we posing it? Well, for the, we're not going to recap yeah. Men Tell All. Yeah. We're, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's no. a recap show. But that's we will definitely boring. be back next week with the big finale yeah, recap. Absolutely. We'll hit the finale. Uh, and I, I, I mean, I don't think I need to take a poll. She's picking Jordan, right? Yeah. Has to. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no way you can go through all this and end up with Robbie. I will throw there's up. Just, just, no, there's just no way. Robbie. That would be just. Too I shocking. just can't and, and believe that anyone yeah. would pick him for anything. No, it's it's shocking that he's made it this far. And like, and I, 
I'm not even saying this to be exaggerative or tabloidish, right? If that's a word. Right. I in ten years, there's gonna be like a twenty twenty feature or whatever. Jordan Rogers went on this network on The Bachelor as a straight man. And when you were saying to a woman that you loved her what was going on through your mind, and he's gonna talk about the conflict that he's that he suffered from and that being a gay man and growing up in a very masculine yeah. family and playing football, it was really tough. And then the crescendo was going on a national show and proclaiming love for a woman. And then he's just going to talk about how much he regrets it. And he's just going to go like kind of like Caitlyn Jenner without the gender yeah. transformation. Yeah. It's going to be a full tell-all. Jordan yeah. tells all. Um, maybe, that's, maybe that's the genesis of the situation with Aaron Rodgers. You never know. Maybe. Uh, okay. Um, excellent job, guys, as always. Um, I, wanna... I feel like Jordan's just waiting for an offer from Us Weekly to tell his story about yeah. what is the deal with Ooh. him and his brother. Oh, maybe. Yeah. maybe. He's, he's just waiting for the right um, he, he, monetary he's just got offer. He's just gotten a TV job, though, and so he doesn't want to seem controversial. You need a little bit more juice in the industry <laughs> before you start piping up to magazines so it might, oh, might be a while yeah he wants to tell like diane sawyer yeah he needs he needs somebody. to be locked in he needs to be somebody before he starts pulling that shit mm-hmm. uh, i want to just thank steve carbone one more time at reality steve on Thanks, twitter reality the steve. world's foremost expert cool. on the bachelor check out his site realitysteve.com very stoked to have him uh booked by our very own jason stewart um, yes Excellent job, Jason. Thank you. That was a tough booking. Kate McManus, excellent job on your part tonight. For all of those people, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle, or from theballerlifestyle.com, the Bachelor Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you after the finale next week. All right.